Hello everyone, Mike and Jody Cleveland here with you to do our Testimony Tuesday. And Jody, I love doing these because you get a glimpse into people's lives and how the Lord has worked with them. I know, it's wonderful, right? Yeah, it's so fun to think about. And here today, we've got a person from our uh, weight loss boot camp course. And why don't you read the testimony and we'll talk about it. Okay. Virginia writes... The weight loss boot camp course has been like no other program that I have experienced. Knowing those three steps, washing at the cross, walking by the spirit, and warring against the flesh as a battle plan has made all the difference. I've experienced freedom and joy that I've not known in a long time. Not only do my clothes fit better, but most importantly, it has brought me closer to Jesus. People have noticed that I've lost weight and also a difference in my countenance. I've also had a lot more energy. Always good. This study has given me so much hope. I don't have to be a slave to food, but I can be victorious and free from gluttony and sin, and so can you. This course is worth your time and energy. So that was her recommendation at the end. Yeah, that was wonderful. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. People think that losing weight requires a special diet. It requires, and I'm not saying that it may be for your situation. Maybe you need a special diet with physical problems and so forth. But to actually just lose weight, um, people have been deceived by the diet industry and by weight loss commercials and various things. Uh, that show, you know, I lost 65 pounds and, you know, I'm now this and that. Um, And, you know, that's great for them, but if you don't fill the emptiness, if your heart isn't changed, then it's pretty easy to go back, isn't it? It really is. It really is. And this is what's so beautiful about looking to Jesus uh, for what we need to address every sin struggle that we have in our lives, no matter what it is, Um, the simplicity of it, Mm -hmm. right? That the principles of freedom are the same for all of us, no matter what our struggle. And for Virginia, she wanted to lose weight. She felt like she wasn't being a good steward of her body. Mm -hmm. And so she applied these principles of washing at the cross, looking to Jesus and seeing that his death purchased freedom from Uh, the power of sin, the power of gluttony, the gratifying the flesh, he purchased that for her with his own blood. Right. And for us, all of us who believe. And that has a cleansing effect when you believe it. It's like the fountain of cleansing that was opened. It's uh, able to make your sins whiter than snow. A lot of us have lived in guilt and shame for not being able to control our weight. And so we live with regret of the past and it seems to cling to our bodies. And so we walk around with excess guilt and shame clinging to our bodies. Um, And so it becomes difficult to lose weight because there's this constant reminder of my failures, constant reminder that I'm a sinner, that I can't overcome, that I'm always going to be this way, and so forth. And what it takes, Jody, is this change in identity to where I'm recognizing that Christ shed his blood for me, that he washed me whiter than snow, that he took my guilt and sin on himself and therefore exchanged it for my uh, giving me his righteousness and I can live in that identity now. 
And what would you say the difference is in identities? If someone carrying around guilt and shame in the form of excess pounds versus someone who begins living in the identity of that they are washed clean from their sin at the cross and are now fully righteous in God's sight. Well, when you're living in that old identity of, uh, or identifying with your sin struggle, um, then you tend to stay in it, right? right. That's who you are. It becomes a self-fulfilling thing, right. right? I'm a comfort eater. I, I eat my feelings. I, I'm a foodie. I, um, I, just that continual reinforcing in your mind that this is who I am. Right. I overeat. I'm a fat person. I'm a heavy person, whatever you want to call it. And we don't want to identify that way. We don't want to let the world put that label on us. We don't want to let the evil one put that label on us. We want to receive the new identity that we have in Jesus Christ. And that is a person who is free. Right. Free indeed, Jesus said. Yes, free indeed. Uh, it's it's wonderful to g- exchange identities, and and this is the value of the cross of Christ. Mm. Because if I were to stand up in all these meetings and say, "Hi, my name is Mike, and I'm an overeater, right? right? Or <laughs> I'm a drunk, or I'm a whatever," I'm reinforcing my identity as that is who I am. Okay, but what does the cross tell me? I have been crucified with Christ, mm. and, and say it like it is. The old overeater me has been crucified with Christ, and I, overeater, no longer live. Mm-hmm. Um, the life I, I live now, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. There's a great exchange of identities that happens at the cross. Right. And that's when you know you're really beginning to make some progress in the Christian life. When you no longer see yourself as what the mirror tells you that you are. You've exchanged identities. Uh, This is a glorious thing that happens as you focus on the cross and you become a cross watcher instead of a weight watcher. Oh, very good. I like that. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, it's wonderful. And, you know, Virginia talks here about... um, about uh let's see what does she say she's she's no people had noticed a difference in her countenance that's what i was looking for oh yeah the change in her just the way she uh her comportment her the way she conducts herself right she changed from the inside out right and um it takes longer for our outside to catch up with our inside that's right but frequently it's reflected in our face first mm, right yeah. that the light in our eyes the the joy that we have instead of that head down head hanging mm-hmm. shame trying to hide all the time um guilty type feelings yeah, being right. free and joyful you know, one of the things that's very helpful to do, and you can just do it right now as you're listening to us or at any point in the future, what you describe with that head hanging down comes from self-talk that goes like this. I'm a failure. I always will be a failure. I have tried so many diets and failed, and I continue to um, lose this battle. I, 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 I. Every single sentence I just said starts with I and ends with me as a failure. Right. Instead of that, start talking about what Jesus did right. for you. 
Um, and so what you're doing is finishing your sentences. I'm a horrible sinner. Yes, but Jesus died to remove my sin. Hallelujah. Right? And Jesus sacrificed himself to wipe my slate clean. Right. And Jesus accomplished my full salvation beginning to end when he died on the cross. Jesus set me free by himself being nailed to the cross in my place. Jesus was my rescuer. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm doing? This has the effect if you begin to actually believe the truth that you're saying, it it lifts up your chin. It brightens your eyes. It's like Jonathan when he ate the honey and his his eyes brightened. Well, the honey of the the gospel brightens my eyes and lifts up my chin and gives me strength, uh, spiritual strength, all by simply looking at the cross. And believing, and believing, believing what you see there. Jesus is our comfort food, you know, Amen. <laughs> right? Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm just rejoicing so much in the work that God did in Virginia's life. And I love how she just invites everyone to join her in that. Yeah. She's just like, you know, come, come embrace this new life in Jesus, this looking to the cross and this walking by the spirit and, and you will be able to war against your flesh. Amen. You will. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so I think about the uh, I think about the lepers, and I believe it's Second Kings seven, and they, they were outcasts of society. They were unclean and impure, and had to stay away from everybody. And God chose them to find the food, the gold and silver, and the clothing mm. of an enemy army. Right. And then they made this statement: "We're not doing right. We should go share with everybody because this is a day of good news." Yeah. Well, how? How much more by looking at the cross of Christ and finding real bread? He said, my body is real bread, broken for you. My blood spilled out is real drink. And that's the food that we find. We find the gold and silver, the preciousness of Christ's sacrifice. And we're clothed in his righteousness. How much more are we not doing right by keeping this to ourselves? We must go and tell somebody. They may not listen to us because, well, they know our past. We're a leper. But that doesn't matter. If they're hungry enough, if they (laughs) see themselves naked, if they know they're impoverished and we have gold and silver and we have food and clothing, they'll listen. They will. They will. Well, thank you, friends, for listening to us today. Uh, Thank you, Virginia, for sharing your testimony. We are so thankful to be looking to Jesus together, to be rejoicing in his finished work on the cross and believing it today as that which sets us free from every sin that easily hinders and weighs us down. Amen.